नमो ब्रह्मादिभ्यो ब्रह्म विद्या संप्रदाय कर्तृभ्यो वंश ऋषिभ्यो महद्यो नमो गुरुभ्य शंकर शंकराचार्य केशव बादरायण सूत्रभाषिकृत वंदे भगवंदन ईश्वरो गुरुरात्मेदी मूर्तिद विभागिने व्योमवत्याय दक्षिणामूर्त नम so we have been discussing the second chapter chaturthavalli of kathopanishad which started with paranchikhyani vetranat swayambhu tasmat paran pasyadina andaratman kachit dera pratyagatmanam ikshat avrutta chakshu amrudattam ichchi after having explained the example of the chariot and atmanam ridinam viddhi that atma is the rider of the sharira and sharira compared to the chariot with intellect the charioteer the mind the reins and the sense organs as the horses and the destination is at paramam padam that ultimate abode is the destination for this you having explained that what are the impediments or how things are working for us in our day to day life is being starting with this saying that when the creation took place the sense organs were placed in the body looking it outwards it can only sense material or objects and feel senses externally not inward kashit dira one courageous person amrudattam ichchan for 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 the desire of the immortality what is beyond death or the worldly where can i be immortal pratyagatmanam aishad he saw his own atma avrutta chakshu by turning his vision inward or searching within his own very reality within himself now having said that it also come in the yama deva is also mentioned that swapnandam jagaridandam chau ubau yena anupashyati mahandam vibhumatmanam matva dhirona shodati the one who is able to see what is the inside of dream what is inside of our experiences of the waking and seeing chau ubau the one who sees both of them with the same attitude yena anupashyanti that anupashyanti is the importance that they don't there is no difference between what is experience point of view the dream and the waking and there he can see that the creator of the waking and the creator of the dream are not to separate the swaprakasha atma the one self illumining nature of our own nature mahandam vibhum atmanam that mahandam that limitless and vibhu is 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 you know all encompassing atmanam matva having understood or known what is that is the reality of my own self dhiro no shochati the dhira who start who started looking pratyagatmanam he understood what is it and then he is no more in any more sorrow or any any humanly afflicted 
pains and pleasures. So having said that, we stop the mantra on the ninth mantra in the last class, which is Yatascha Uteti Suryaha Astam Yatracha Gachati Tam Deva Sarve Arpitaha Tad U Nathyedi Kastana Etad Vaitad What it is said that Sarve Devaha Arpitaha Based all the Devas are based on that Tam That means every aspect of speciality or that the Dhyotana Devaha. The, the very presence is, is an expression of awareness. So Sarve Deva, it is not, we are talking about gods and, uh, you know, all the Puranic uh, people who are being measured as Devas in that. Here the Deva means Dhyotana Devaha. Everything is expressing its own itself in the form of awareness. So it is Arpidatam. That is based on that, what? That Mahandam Vibhu. Is itself is in everything, survey. Survey means in everything. That is the one which is shining as the awareness and existing. The very purpose that we feel that something is existing is because it is emitting awareness and its own existence. And then it is... As in, as a simile, he is saying, Surya Udedi Chatatra Astam Nakachana. It is, it is like the sun which is shining. The moment sun shines, we know the sun has shown. Nobody has to tell us the sun has risen or the sun, sun, Suryodayam has happened. Astam Nakachana There is no sunset in the case of awareness. In the, in the case of the, the, the Sarve Devaha Arpitaha. In when it happens is that once that knowledge or the awareness happens, there is no way of that which is going back from that awareness. This is that what I have been telling and what you have been asking me, what is the third mantra, boon, you wanted that. Now we'll go to the next mantra, which is Yadeva Yadevehe Tadamutra, Yadamutra, Tadanviha, Mrityosav, Mrityumapnodi, Ya Ihananeva Pashyati. Now what happens? Once we know the awareness, that is being explained in this mantra and the next mantra. Yad, Tad Yad Iha, that which is here, Eva Amutra, is the same which is there everywhere. Tad Yad Amutra, that which is Amutra means out, were there outside. Anu Iha, it is alone, here alone is, it is the same. What does it, the two statements are indicating us is that that vibhutum of the Atma or the Sarvagadatvam or the omnipresence, yet Iha, what we you think is you or we as individuals inside and our own awareness, it is the same awareness which is there everywhere, Amutra and other side also. And what is there outside? As awareness as objects or the substratum of the objects in which awareness, the, the presence in the which we see as the multiplicity, that is itself is the same thing which is in our own our own reality also. 
So the reality point of view, our reality and the world outside reality are not two separate things. It is one and the same. So what is he saying? One who finds the difference that he thinks that I am separate, the world is created separate, I am not part of the world. And therefore, he has all the thoughts of, you know, for me, my selfishness and that likes, dislikes, wants, no one, all those type of feeling comes from when you have the otherness in the world outside. So the one who sees ya iha nana eva pashyati, one look, one who sees that multiplicity here as separate from himself, saha mrityo mrityu mapnavdi. He has no other choice but go through the cycle of birth and death again because for him, he is associated with the body and the body is the one which has to go through the birth and death again there because he is considering his body as separate and others body as separate and the body even though apparently is having separate names and forms the, the very material which it is being made if we even if we, we take in today's scientific method also after all it's all bone flesh and blood and everything and it is the same form of experiences of the sense organs. So why are we making the difference of that human beings to human beings? Forget about human beings. Every, every object. So the multiplicity which we are bringing is because of the name and form. But here what? When the mantra says that yada eva iha tadatra amutra means there is no difference between what is you are made of and the world is made of. This differentiation one who makes will have no choice but to go through the, the cycle of birth and death again. And in the same tone, he comes to the next statement. Manase, manaseva, manase vedam aptavyam neha nanasikinjana mrutyu samrutyum gachati ya iha naneva pasyati. Manasa eva idam aptavyam na iha nana asti kinjana. So how do, so that the question can come to anybody. You are saying there is no difference between that, the multiplicity which you are seeing is all, after all, everything is the same. How, I, I, my sense organs are not giving me that experience. I am seeing everything as separate with a separate name and form and the separateness or the the multiplicity is a reality for my experience. So how do you say that multiplicity is not there? What is here is there outside there. What is there outside is also here. When you say that, how do I know about it? So Yamadeva says, Manasa eva idam aptavyam. You can only know this through your purity of your mind. Your mind only when it is prepared to understand the reality of the apparent diversity of the world is only in the superficial level, like the waves of the ocean, which may appear to be multiple, multiple waves at the same time washing on the shores. The ocean is only one and the same all the time, even when they became the ocean and became apparently the waves. The waves is not separate entity from the ocean. 
it is the same ocean which appears as waves and one wave and another wave there is no difference it is the same ocean which becomes the same same is the case with the multiplicity which is being experienced in this either you take wave and the ocean or if you take the space and the contained space within the house and the body or the the you know school office etc the space is not divided by that but by bringing up the apparent limitations which is brought into the space we call they are all separate but in reality when how do we know that manasa eva only you have you can have it as an experience that feeling should be in our mind that oneness which is which we are seeing in the apparent how did we know that the same wave it is the same ocean which is in the form of waves it, we knew it only in through our mind we did not become the waves but we knew that the ocean as is the one which is appearing as the waves same mind is the one which with which we can know that there is no multiplicity in the world outside after all everything is in satchit satyam jnanam anandam brahma that is the knowledge or the consciousness and the awareness which is exhibited by everything whether it is a rock whether it is an animal a tree sun moon star space you and me all of them are butting at existence and awareness it is the existence awareness which is the basic building block of everything that has to be understood by the mind manasa eva aptavya <coughs> then he goes to the next level where either you are, if you are not able to understand it by the mind it is very highly not possible that everybody can accept it by the mind and understand have a ima- imaginary feeling or the understanding through the mind is possible then he brings in examples of meditation methods in which you can do that angushta matra purusha madhya atmani tishtati ishanam bhuta bhavyasya na tato vijugupsade edaidvaitata angushta matra matra ma means measure tra is a tral pratyaya for sanskrit for in that it is for limiting that matra means measure angushta means the thumb angushta matra purushaha madhye atmani tishtati that purusha atmani madhye tishtati is residing in the atman here the atman is not atma here is the atma means the self the the individuality that purusha is residing in the in the atma in the self in the size of a thumb now this is a actually speaking it is not physically he is mentioning about it it's highly philosophical in nature if you look at the importance of a person who is residing in a house he decides what type of a house is if a king is residing we say palace the entire size of the palace can be so big but the size of the 6 feet man who is inside when he we call him 
he is called a six feet man residing in the palace but he is not just the palace the man residing in the palace he is the king of the whole nation or the whole rajya he is controlling so can we say six feet matra purusha is controller of the whole rajya that simile has to be brought in when we say angushta matra purusha madhye atmanitishtadi that the portion of which we can say that angushta thumb now what is the importance of a thumb only people who have lost the thumb will know the importance of a thumb in the hand if you don't have the thumb 90% of your jobs are obstructed by doing it that is the importance of the thumb for the hand so when we say angushta matra purusha means the very presence of such an important aspect in our body in our self individuality is madhye tishtati now here in the shankara bhashya the examples are he is using is that our physical heart is to be taken as the madhye purusha madhye purusha why it is that type of portion is taken that is also the place where prana pana when it is takes our this when we take breath and when we breathe out which is the signal of what we are alive that is also happening at that same the chest bosom area and it is the heart also is that so that is supposed to be the madhye madhya varti purusha or the middle of it now having explained this what is the second line says ishanam bhuta bhavyasya he is a controller ishan isha the word isha is not ishwara the word isha has the meaning is controller ishanam bhuta bhavyasya past and future is controlled by that madhye that the one the purusha who is sitting inside the body as as the person who is sitting inside the body and controlling future and past knowing knowing whom tato na vijugupsade then there is no more anxiety for the person who realizes this person inside with now why do why do yama give such an example of uh angushta matra purusha who is the controller of bhuta bhavya because this is the word you have to start your control of your mind where does our bhuta and bhavya reside it is in our mind it is the memory and the expectation or the you know imagination of the future what will happen the future cannot be imagined without the memories of the past only with the reference of the memory of the past we create what can be expected out of future the, our expectation or the dreams of the future has 100% memories of the past with which we expect things to happen and when something comes other than that that is a surprise to us or some we accept it or we may reject it that's a different aspect altogether but the one who controls what as a memory and what is going to be projected as a future expectations both are controlled by that aspect ishana which is nothing but your mind 
So manasa edam aptavyam, when he is saying that, that mind is the heart, which is the controller of your memory as well as the projection for the future. The one, so when you control that, when you know that it is the mind, you may not initially when we say manase vedam aptavyam, we are not in a position to understand that whatever thing is, everything is by, that mind should understand that. Now when we are doing this example, that Buddha and Bhavya, we are controlling almost 66% of our experiences. What is Bhutam and Bhavya is in the 33-33-66%. What is left is today or now. Now in the next shloka, he is, he is addressing that also. So from this point of view, the mind is the control of your future and past, which is that mind, that mind is the one which is, should be used for understanding that there is no separate everything because everything is in the mind in the form of memory or expectation. In the next sloka, what does he say? Again, Angushta Matra Purusha Jyotiriti Avaduk Avadumak Avadumakaha Dumakaha means smoke Avadumakaha Adumakaha Iva Adumakaha Jyoti Iva Adumaka, a fire without smoke. Today we can say a bulb or an uh, electrical lighting is something which we can think of without smoke. But we should understand this is the period of the Vedas. So there the light is always associated with smoke only because they were using oil lamps or wooden things to burn. So without smoke, they they could never imagine a, a light existing it. This Angushta Matra Purusha, which has been referred in the previous sloka, is the one which is the Andar Jyoti. And the Andar Jyoti is not creating any Doma inside because it is ever shining. That awareness which is within our bosom is never away from us. And it has never been switched off or not gone even when this, when we are not knowing it in our deep sleep. It is there as awareness. That is why when we wake up, we say that we had a good sleep. I knew nothing. That knowing nothingness is also in the awareness. And he there Without the smoke as the Andar Jyoti or Atman Jyoti inside, Yishana Bhuta Bhavyasya Sa Evadya Sa U Shvaha. Now that controller of past and present, past and future, Sa Eva Adhyaha. That indeed, that Purusha indeed is today. Adhyaha means Purusha. Sa U Shvaha. That, that indeed is tomorrow also. So man, past and future he already told, today and tomorrow also it is that one. That means the time which we think as whatever may be our capacity to think about the time, it is that, that means limitless 
time in which our memories are there we are expectations of the future and even what we are doing today everything is controlled by memory the name which we call the forms we identify the transactions which we do everything is from the using of the memory what has been accumulated as our names and forms and what we are thinking about tomorrow is also based on what these names and forms which you had but so when you say that controller of the these thing then it is from the physicality it is going to the time level scale time scale and in the ishana bodh abhyasya when he is controller of the time for the past and the future and he is today and tomorrow also he is ananda he becomes infinite and it is jyoti andar jyoti like adhumakat without any smoke which can cover that never i can say i never existed that is not a statement which anybody can ever make because that awareness that i am is always that is why it is adhumaka jyoti without the smoke that awareness it has never been clouded i was there but my experiences can change but even while the experiences change the awareness that i am who is experiencing has that i am has always been there so therefore edadvaitad and that is the one which you have been asking me whether after the death well that there is there something remaining or is the end of death everything in the third boon question when he was asking so this is edadvaitad now he is telling about the two examples of one thing is yada utakam durge vrishtam parvateshu vidada vidavati evam dharman prutak sparshyam stat tada a prutak parshyan sparshyam stastano evanu anudavat anudavati parvateshu dharman prutak sparshyan stah eva anudavati now dharman the qualities prutak pasyan separate seen as separate anudhavati rashas evam like this taneva they alone are true yada udagam durge prishtam like the water when it falls on a mountain top parvateshu vidadati gashas from the mountain to the down that is the way in which one the one who sees ji ji but definitely that experiences we are bombarded with experiences like how the rain drops are falling on the mountain top our momentary experiences are like the water drops which are falling on the mountain top and then they are all rushing down through the sense organs of action as well as senses organs senses of sense organs and action organs of action this is all what is called the gushing of experience either we are experiencing in objects outside or we are interacting with the world outside but all these things if you look at it it is all momentary ex- momentary awareness which is happening 
everything is an awareness each droplet you consider as a momentary experience and when these momentary experiences continuously flow we call it as a life and then what happens it gushes from the from the when when it is interacting with that either the with with the sense organs of feel perception or sense organs of action what we are doing is only having the experience and that is what is the continuity of life jivatma then from birth and that one which is controlling the ishana madhye tishtadi he is not getting affected by any of those things which is happen the experiences are lit by him in his awareness every experience comes and goes and then they rush outside this is what is the example is given and then in the in the final verse what he says yada udagam shuddhe shuddham astikam tad tadrik eva bhavati evam muner vijanatah atma bhavati gautama just as yada shuddha udagam pure water shuddhe eva asiktam when one some quantity of pure water mixed with another pure quantity of water tadrikeva bhavati both becomes one that oneness in that apparently two separate limited body or limited water when mixed together they become one this is exactly the process of our experience when he says that what we are experiencing is the awareness with is which in ourselves is merging with the awareness of the object outside and together they merge together to become the total awareness of the experience which we call it as experience there is no two separate awareness the object also is in the form of awareness and existence and awareness we each individual is also existence awareness when the awareness of my or the individual existence awareness is mixed with the existence awareness of the object which is also the same thing there is so there is no two separate things to when they merge together that is why the experience becomes oneness so this is what exactly in the under upanishad when they say that ప్రతిబోధవిదితం it is our awareness and the word object is also in the form of awareness it is the awareness mixing with awareness when then there is when the mixing happen we feel that i am separate and the object is separate we treat that yatraya nana eva pasyari ta mrutyu samrutyum apnoti the one who sees that that is that who doesn't see the reality of awareness is the awareness meeting he sees the separateness for him the death 
cycle of birth and death happens again and again. A Gautama in Nachiketa. Gautama is the great grandfather of Nachiketas. Nachiketas father is Vajasravas. Vajasravas father is Vajasravas. And Vajasravas father is Gautama. So he is talking about the lineage. He Gautama means He Nachiketa. Evam Munir Vijanataha Atma Bhavati. The one Muni, Mananath Muni, the one who does these two, Manasa Vedam Aptavyam, one who does with this knowledge in the understands in his bosom, becomes his experience, Atma Bhavati. He becomes not the body anymore. He understands his real nature, Sa Atma Bhavati. Atma with Atmaiva Bhavati. Brahma with Brahmaiva Bhavati. Same way, the, the understanding of knowing uh, that reality, that it is the awareness which is happening all the time, it is in the, we are all floating in awareness. There is no separate we when the awareness is taken. The objects, our souls, our existence, the name, the ego, anything and everything is in awareness. That ocean of awareness, Chit Akasha, that sky of awareness is what is the reality and there is no two separateness here. The separateness, one who thinks, sees it, he is not seeing the truth. He is seeing the multitude. And for such a person, because he is accepting the multitude as reality, for him the multitude becomes the reality. So he comes back again and again, birth and birth, even though there is no birth again and again. Because in the one of the earlier mantra says, there is no birth and death for that Atma. But one who do not see that reality of the Atma and identifies that I am the physical body, the physical body will come and go. That is that birth and death is for the body. And one who doesn't identify himself with the Atma, for him, there is no other way. Nanya Panda Vidyatevayanaya. There is another statement from another Upanishad. There is no other way for this other than this. He Gautama Atma Bhavati. Samune Atma Bhavati. This is how the mantra ends here. In the, this is the last mantra of this only. We'll stop it here. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Namaha Harihi Om Jadavidaji, if you could just take a um, drive. Uh, Ji, are you available? Okay, I would request Kiran. Okay. I am in train, not able to speak. No. Uh, yes, sir, I think I'll, I'll, uh, I'll invite Kiranji to uh, do the Shanti Mantras. Kiranji, would you please come up? I think, uh, Raji, now we'll have discussions. And uh, when we close the room, uh, we can do the closing chance. So if if I'm audible right now, 
I would uh, uh, commence. Uh, I mean, I would end uh, with this discussion on the Katopanishad by Aurobindo, and I would request all our members and listeners to come up with their questions and have a space for open discussions on what was discussed. So. Uh, kindly please come up and after that uh, once we are done with that uh, the discussions on this then we will uh, close the room and uh, kiran ji do the final chance the closing chance thank you so anybody having any questions or any clarification on the portion which we have covered or the earlier portions you are free to come up raise come up and uh, we can clarify that namaste vinod uh, namaste arvindu ji this was a very concentrated topic today i think yeah that's why i didn't take more to too many mantras because these mantras are very very highly philosophical and then you know, deeper in uh, in their meanings directly the topic that i like personally so <laughs> no questions per se but uh, yeah i just wanted to discuss namaste mahider namaste raj sir pranam sir mahider pranam. speaking sir thank you sir thanks for your session sir uh, sir so oh, as per your mantras today uh, mind is the one uh, giving that different uh, creating issues and at the same time uh, mind is the only one is the available tool to contemplation so uh, what are the techniques and what are the methodology uh, if it is any thing is advised can you please elaborate on that sir thank you sir yeah manasa manasa eva aptavim it is you have to grasp it with the mind the methodology and all is coming in the subsequent mantras in when in the there are two more chapters to two more valleys to be complete completed there are methods in which upasana can be done but as far as the intellectual methodology is concerned it has been already explained here we have to see the oneness in everything the moment we go by the name and form of the object and separate from us then we are creating the delusion of multiplicity there is no multiplicity if you look from the point of view of awareness but in the form of name and form if you look at it you will you will find that they have got different names and forms just as the ornament many ornaments are having different names and forms whether it's bangle necklace ear earstuds or rings or whatever names you want to give that ornaments but ultimately what is they are all made of gold only same way different objects made of mud it can be a murti it can be a lamb it can be anything of made of mud pot etc etc for but it's all effective is the same thing this this analogy of one becoming apparently becoming many that word apparently is the most important part that has to be really understood in the mind mind 
only when we have that mental clarity of that multiplicity is only appearance mean not in reality but that doesn't mean that transactionally it is not separate when we transact with that knowledge <clears throat> then we are neither attracted nor repulsed by we don't have any raga dvesha and when we don't have a raga dvesha what happens is that we are at peace with ourselves and at peace with the world there is neither we have to gain from the world nor that we are losing by losing the world that attitude will come as a peace of mind within ourselves that itself is krutakrityata as per shankara the state of moksha it is a moksha is ida iha eva he is coming in the next next worldly there are questions i mean there are explanation towards that what is what is the jeevan mukta and videha mukta that is being explained in the next uh, next uh, worldly beginning itself we'll be discussing in the next class but what it says is that the multiplicity we will handle it as a vyavahara satta but while doing the vyavahara satta the paramarthika satta or the truth absolute truth that there is no separateness that is what is will make things easier and that this can this has to be done only by mind because mind is the only instrument which we where this multiplicity is experience the sense organs will see the sense organ but it is it is assimilated and made value for the experience only at the mind so at the mind level we have to bring this uniform or unity among the multiplicity which we see then only we can have that peace of mind within ourselves and we will we will be radiating that peace of mind to the world outside okay sir so we have our mind should actually uh, convince properly and it should be should get that uh, clarity as you said correct sir yes it is in the mind oh correct okay sir thank you sir thank you uh, sir uh, when a person is sleeping uh, still some body parts will be working in his uh, body so we can say the presence of that uh, uh, shiva is only the reason see deep sleep is a situation where there is no identification with the body for the mind but the body will function because prana is maintaining the body yes sir the prana and the mind are not two separate thing it is the same 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 entity one is the chinta shakti and other is the kriya shakti the chinta shakti is the mind and the kriya shakti is the prana so when the mind is not functioning in the deep sleep mind is no mind when it is mind is mind becomes mind only when it is start minding or thoughts are there when the thoughts are there when the objects are not being perceived even though sense organs like the touch and ear are open for sensation it is not able to know that because the mind is not there to assimilate the senses that is why we do not know what is happening in our deep sleep 
नमस्ते नित्या जी राज हरी नित्या जी यू हैव टू अनम्यूट इन केस यू आर स्पीकिंग ओके हरिओम हरिओम नित्या जी आई जस्ट वॉन्ट टू um you know the gentleman who chants in the beginning today and he summarizes your discussion prasad uh, he had yeah prasad ji yeah he had mentioned uh, towards the end of his summary that there is no noa am i right i heard it have you heard it right no no i said there is only the noa not uh, oh, okay thank no. you thank you that's what i heard it as other way thank you Yeah. that's what i wanted to ask and uh, bindu ji was waiting for you to talk about the transactional reality vyavahara when these questions were being put and like the last person who said um the mind is no like you said so um, the mind is no mind and sleep so to in the waking state also uh, the preparation through our um um shat sampatti or the second chapter of the gita where krishna insists on going beyond uh, likes and dislikes i think that is uh, what is called a pure mind uh, a mind which is free of all this and i think what you said is when the mind is turned towards the world of objects then it becomes the mind but when it is not turned towards the world of objects it's actually a no mind state it's no more the mind is that the mind that we use for meditation is my question the mind can be only in meditation when it is in one thought that meditation is an activity yeah activity. meditation is an activity when your mind manase eva vaptavyam and they saying that hmm. it is the understanding in the mind even while it is in it is in action with the world outside the world will be in the form of multiplicity by the sense organs are bringing multiple info- information but the multiplicity is only in the name and form the mind has to understand that that multiplicity is because of the characteristics of the sense organs but what happens is the awareness comes through that particular aspect when we are seeing light we are not seeing light but we are having the awareness of light that aspect should be understood and that should be seen everywhere yeah, for example you, you clarified pratibodha viditam matam yes yeah. right yeah no i meant to say that when this equipment which we all are used to calling the mind is not turned outside it outward to the world of emotions uh, thoughts and objects then it is no more the mind isn't that the kind of then uh, it's awareness it's no more the mind right that's what my question is yeah avrutta chakshu amrutatvam ichchan when they say that that yeah. word is stating that when the vision or when the attention is inward yeah. then it is it is in the no mind state because it is not minding many things it's only minding that pratyagatmanam yeah. it is it is in, in this, it is in it is in abiding in awareness mm, yeah 
exactly that's, that's right. what i want to hear yeah thank you so much thank you thank you welcome bharta ji namaste namaste arvin mohoraya very beautiful talk sindhi thank you very much namaste bharta my question is uh, uh, for the purusha that we constantly hear in the previous sessions uh, being described as uh, anoraniya mahatva mahiya and things like that uh, any significance for consistently using this angusta matra purusha uh, would like to hear your thoughts a little more on this mode see puri shayanat purushaha is one word for there is also one more explanation as puranat purushaha now if you if you consider that the example which i said the king stay in the palace then it is purishayanat or the one who resides in that body but puranat purusha if you are taking it that that is not located in one part of the body but through the body and through the body to the world outside also because there is no limitation for the awareness it is our sensory limitation of the skin which we say that our limitation of the body is like that but when we said you know in this example of where we should understand that awareness outside and awareness inside that suddhodakam when they mixing together there is only one suddhodakam there is only one pure water the awareness of my own existence as awareness and the awareness of the objects of the world outside also as awareness when they are become there is no two separate awareness there is only one awareness now in that case when you say the purusha the purusha is the uttama purusha the one who occupies the entire creation or the entire cosmos or you know mahandam vibhu atmanam that atmanam which is mahandam then that is a different purusha now when you say angushta matra purusha is to indicate the importance of you know in for people who want to meditate on the bosom or then that in the heart that pundarika pundarika of the heart nature nature of the heart concentrating on the heart there are people who are you know used to meditate thinking that the mind is in that place so angushta matra purusha sitting in the heart is the one which is controlling the memory of the past and the expectations of the future and he is the one who is today and tomorrow also therefore see even though he may appear to be sitting for our experiential part of it but he is not limited to that because he is controller of the past and the future means he is there everywhere that is how we have to understand the angusta matra purusha beautiful mahodaya uh, would it then imply that uh, our understanding was that the uh, hridaya the hridesha uh, is is the length of the angusta uh, would it be accurate to imagine that well physical measurement of angusta is not what is important here angusta matra purusha when it is said that the, the purusha of the size of an angusta or the thumb is a simile which is being used 
were the individual which we think we are, maybe a six feet or a five feet person, we are the one which is knowing the whole world. So if you take the world as the body, we are as the individual who is experiencing the world. Compared to the world, our size of compared to the world is something similar to the thump compared to the whole body for us, isn't it? That comparison, it is only for a simile purpose that word is being used, but it is also being used by those who are meditators to meditate on the Atma as, as, as of the size that uh, Jyoti uh, Adhumak the, 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 that uh, light of Atma in the center of the heart of the length of one thumb is a form of meditation some people are doing it but that is not what is the Upanishad is indicating it is indicating that even though it is supposed to be residing in the bosom of us individually it is in control of our the past and the future as well as everyday world. So to limit to that awareness to the center of the heart will not be the right way to look at the man meaning of the mantras. Thank you very much, Mahadeva. That was very beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Aurobindo, sir, uh, Raman Maharishi has also mentioned something similar that the self resides in the heart. So, um, since he's uh, considered to be an enlightened being, so would there be some some truth to this? That that self, what is being mentioned, is related to the individuality, the ego of the individual. The self, Atma, if you are using Atma, the nature of Atma is Sarvagataha. Vibhu, Mahandam, you know, Ashabdam Asparsham Arupam Avyayam, Tatarasam, Nityam Agandam So all those things, what is he indicating that Atma is nothing but pure awareness in the form of awareness in the body, through the body, everywhere. That is when the two things are being considered as the experience which we are having with the world of experience. We should not too see it as etraiya, nana, eva, pashyatisa, mrityu, mrityu, mrityu. The one who sees that separateness, he has to go through the cycle of birth and death. So, even when Ramana Maharshi said this, he is residing in the heart, he is talking about the individual ego. That also, see, the Atma has got different usages in different connotations. So that should be very clearly understood in what sense it is being used. So, Arbindraji, uh, there is one technicality there. You know, Ramana Maharshi gave this uh, method for when you do the HOMA inquiry, uh, the I, you know, some of the seekers not able to resolve the I into awareness. You know, they were getting this I-ness coming from the heart. That I am coming from the heart. That is the right side of the chest, which is a spiritual heart. 
So it was tracing down there. They are not able to still collapse into the pure awareness. So he gave a method for the seeker, an intermediate method to focus on the right side of the heart in the side of the thumb. So that that's what it is. Uh, beyond which, everything else is in place. Yeah, that is what I said. Those who are meditating or concentrating on that aspect is a is a sadhana method which is which has been mentioned by. Marshi, how to do the sadhana on that? Correct. Thank you. Uh, Aurobindji, you mentioned that uh, the awareness is uh, uh, also in the object. Um, could you please, I, I, I could not uh, understand that properly. How do you know, how do you experience any object? Uh, by my own awareness. It is your awareness, you are thinking that the object is being understood by you. Actually, if that, if that object is not existing, do you have an awareness? No, the, the object is having an existence. Okay. Now, if an object is existing, how does it ex- exhibit its existence? Uh, my, by my, I, my awareness, I know its existence. It is, it is the awareness of expression of awareness in the object which is which we call it as existence. That existence itself is awareness. So what happens is that when we are acknowledging the existence of the object, we are existing the actually we are we are our awareness and the awareness of the object also is merging. How do you say you are awareness? Because you feel you have the exist feeling of existence. I am. That I amness or the, my existence is my awareness. I know that I exist. That knowing of my existence is my awareness. Same is the case with everything in the world outside. Any object, what you call it as existence, it has got its own awareness that it is existing. Whether it is expressing as a human being or an animal or a plant or a tree or a rock or a planet or a sun, moon, whatever may be that. It has that awareness in the form of either existence or in the jiva vastu, like the pranis or the animals or the things like they may have a chetanatum which can be visibly seen by a human being. That doesn't mean that the awareness is not there in a rock or a planet or a sun, moon, etc. The mere, the very existence itself is the form of awareness. The dependent, the expression can vary between instrument to instrument. So when you are saying existence means it is exhibiting awareness and that awareness of its existence, when it merges with my existence, I have the action of experiencing. That experiencing action is the merger of two exist, two separate. But then there is no separateness, separate existence as separateness, which you can say, because it is Sarvagadam. It is there. 
is there it is there in between also because you are aware of the in between between the object and yourself there is a space also you are aware of that space also but we do not acknowledge that we forget that there is a space in between the object is outside there i am here but that existence of the object is in space my existence is in space so but we forget that we are both of us are existing in the space which is also existence and existing of the space itself is an awareness so where can you bifurcate the awareness of my existence my awareness in the space and the my space as an existence and the object also as an existence as an awareness so all everywhere what you see is that one uniform existence and awareness that separatedness field comes from the name and the form but if you look at that the existence as an awareness where can you make a bifurcation where can you divide if you take remove the name and form of the objects remove the name and form of the objects and think of a situation can you can you see that the name and form also is existing in the object as awareness that is why we have the experience of the name and the object i don't know whether you got what i'm saying uh, yes yes arvind ji thank you so much the uh, the exist the awareness is uh, they are expressing as existence the existence is awareness yes okay thank you um may i say a few words on this yes please yeah uh, raj uh, it can be interaction between two of us can you also unmute your mic uh yeah okay uh, but uh, raj what what we normally do is that if it is a general uh, discussion then we can continue in the next room and here we try to sort of limit it to the the katopanishad only if if that is uh no just uh, i i want to ask you a few questions which is which you could investigate and you yourself could see that objects is nothing but awareness or the world is nothing but awareness just a few questions okay uh, arvind should we should we do that or yeah think completely yeah please yeah please raj please go ahead yeah so are you having a, a present moment experience are you having an experience in the present moment ah yes okay are you aware of the world of objects around you mm-hmm, yes so this world of objects and the present moment experience are they different or are they the same uh please repeat you are having a present moment experience and you are also aware of the world this world which you are aware of and this present moment experience are they the same or are they different the present moment experience yeah you know basically i'm aware of uh, the world and the objects uh, presently in the present moment i'm aware of them yeah so that is the world right okay is there is a present moment experience also right the present moment you are referring to time no you are having an experience the visual experience okay are you having a visual experience or not yes i am so that visual experience and the world are they the same 
are you seeing the visual experience or are you seeing the world okay so there is the world uh, which i am seeing so i am seeing there is seeing and there is the one which is seen no uh, still i have no, raj raj hmm. raj there is only experience rest all information is uh, created in the mind and assumed to be so otherwise there is only experience that we have access to nothing else yeah so experience and the world are the same right okay but are you able to see it okay maybe we can have a detailed discussion in the subsequent room about this okay so i'll just uh, you can mute it i'll just uh, complete uh, in a short uh, yeah so when we see a plastic bottle we know it's a bottle but we also know it is plastic this plastic and the bottle are not two we are able to clearly see the bottle as plastic it's really plastic there is no bottle the bottle is just name and form and similarly when we see a statue the statue is somewhat hiding the stone but if we really know what the stone is we know the statue is nothing but stone we could clearly see the statue of stone there is no problem in the sta- the statue being there it has done nothing to the stone similarly when we enquire what is awareness and uh, what is the world you would be clearly able to see that the world of objects what we call a physical world is nothing but awareness just like we, we are will be able to see a bottle as nothing but plastic once we are able to see the world as nothing but awareness that the world is nothing but atman or brahman then uh, there is no subject or object or subject experience and object so just to make it simpler i was asking you two questions is experience different from object that was what the question i was asking you when we enquire is experience different from object we will get an answer later if we ask ourselves is subject different from the experience then we'll get an answer then those two investigations or enquiry will lead to a very clear insight where we'll be able to see that the world is nothing but awareness just as easily as we are able to see that the statue is nothing but stone thank you okay thank you raj i think we can chant the mantra and move to the next room yeah kiran if there is no more questions yeah okay kiran ji would you please do that sure sure just last call is there any other question i i see sachi um namaste rubin ji namaste um normally when we see a flame we see it directly can you speak loudly okay am i audible now yeah okay uh normally when we see a flame we see it directly and when we see a smoke we infer that there is a fire here a word uh jyoti without a smoke or flame without uh smoke is used and that too in an indirect method why is it so when that angusht matra uh, 
here that smokeless jyoti is being explained or used as a simile is to indicate that it is the it is the atman jyoti or the suprakashata of atma where there is nothing clouding it in the sense that it is always shining there is neither diminishing nor increase of the fire it is always constant that is why that angushta matra is explained as because that once it is you say the matra the tral pratyaya in sanskrit is to limit the measure that means it is neither increasing nor decreasing from the time we are born as a child as long as we in within the experience of us as who am my i minus or iness as neither an expansion nor a reduction nothing changes it remains the same so to indicate that that awareness is being depicted as a angushta matra antar jyoti as is, as is, as a what you call ever shining light within us so why is it a indirect method but indirect method is a direct method no it is not the light it is light of awareness it is not the light of the dhuma the fire and the smoke is not the condition which we are talking about here here light is not the light of the physical light it is talking about the light of awareness which which gives the light or makes the no everything known the knowing happens because it is the knowledge which in the form of the knowledge is always depicted as fire jnana agni sarva karmani basma sat gurudev arjuna that when devasi there also we can see that the jnana is considered to be an agni or a jyoti the andar jyoti what they call it as the self illumining self okay then i must have heard it wrong but you said that those who know it through mind uh, uh and then later those who are incapable of knowing it through mind they take a method of meditating on it yes that's right you heard it right so those who know the awareness in the mind they know that truth of the knowledge is awareness and it is awareness which is the illumining factor for the and this has to be understood in the mind level because the, the only tool we have for us is our mind and when the mind is not there which is in the deep sleep state neither the veda nor the the devata nor the moksha mukti or awareness nothing happens so the mind when it is in operation that knowledge is the one which is shining now when we are saying that awareness and knowing of a true awareness through the mind when we know these type of thinking are not capable if the mind is not trained to think in that direction so for such people you know those who want to meditate upon that that is also is some some of the methodology is being used to meditate it as a as a as a light in the size of a thumb burning or ever shining in the heart as atma 
that is more pictorial not factual 